This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Also joining me is the director of SOM North Africa. For today's broadcast, we'll call him Malik for security purposes. David and Malik are joining me remotely, and they're sharing a little ear pod microphone, so you may hear a little difference in our normal quality today. But we're so glad to have this technology where we can talk on opposite sides of the country and still have the opportunity to put out this podcast for you. David, I want to start with you. Now, I'm a former church planter on your staff there at SOM. You have a former church planter working for you full time. You're doing church planting all over the world. I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that you train uh, through SOM International thousands of church planters every year. I think that's not an exaggeration. Um, SOM International clearly has a passion for church planting. So tell me about your passion for church planting. Well, let's clarify that, though, I guess, uh, Mark, is that the Holy Spirit is doing that through myself and many other great wake <laughs> well, workers. Sure. So, uh, yeah, we know who gets credit, but we're, we're excited to have a little part of that. And, sure. and, and Amalek, who, uh, who's with us today, is just in the heart of what the Holy Spirit is doing and changing lives um, in the Islamic world, mm-hmm. in, in Northwest Africa. And, uh, you know, we've talked a lot about this, uh, Mark, and, and just how the Lord's multiplying and it continues with momentum. And so it's exciting and a delight to have, um, you know, Malik here. Malik, right out of the gate, I mean, you and I have been talking about just some great stories. And uh, like today, we, we talked to one of your staff and he shared um, just a, a, a sermon one of the uh, church planners gave yesterday. And I want, to, I want you to start out with that, that, what he, that, that church planner shared. Yeah, hello, my name is Malik, and uh, <laughs> it's a privilege for me to be part of uh, uh, this uh, uh, broadcast. Mm, glad uh, to have you. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and thank you, Mark, for mm-hmm. the work. And um, yeah, and today, even in the morning, you know, how we were sharing and talking and praying, you know, about uh, the movement that God has already started in North Africa. So, and uh, one of my uh, leaders, he called me, he told me that he was in one, in another area, where, not where he normally was going to be in, on Sunday for church, but he was visiting some other, other areas. And uh, there was a, there was, he attended service uh, on Sunday, and he was sharing to me, uh, sharing to us today that that guy who was sharing, who was preaching that day, which is like past Sunday, he was a form, he was a form of church planters. And he was telling to the people that before he, he came to the church planting uh, school, he doesn't know even how to read. Mm or anything. He never even like think that one day he would be able like to stand up in front of people and say in the gospel and today he's because of a church plan school, today he's be able like to stand up before the congregation and preaching to uh, to the congregation. So that was that was great. And then that's well I'll just jump in here, Mark, because that's what I love about what we get to do, Mark, of connect with, with God's leaders around the world and have this leadership podcast because here again is a young man who does not know how to read mm-hmm. and now is expounding the word of God uh in and, and transforming lives because God got a hold of his heart and right. collectively the community of Messiah of Christ. 
uh, we've been able to put tools together to in, in, empower him. So now he's traveling, uh, you know, this region of the world. He's encouraging. He's strength. He's being strengthened. And, and this is what we love. This is this is the work of God. Well, and Malik and David, maybe you guys can answer this question now. Uh, here in the states, if you want to be a preacher, there's usually many many years of school that you go through. Um, I know I've gone through some of that. David, you've gone through some of it. Uh, in places like North Africa, that's not always a reality. So how are you getting a guy from being illiterate to being able to preach the gospel on a Sunday morning? Tell me what that process looks like. Well, usually uh, uh, our church school is, uh, is lasting for, uh, for six months, you know, and uh, okay. we will identify as a leader and we will bring him. Not only we will teach him, you know, uh, how to do it, but also we will go with him on the ground and to do it with him. So you go with him? You know, yeah, yeah, that's training. It's not like just telling him to do, but you do it with him. So, and this is just like a, a training of six months. And I always saying to people, you know, uh, in the Bible, in the anti-Bible, maybe I may not know the Bible very well, even reading it 10 times before I become a Christian. So, but I never seen anywhere that you know, Jesus was saying that you're going to go for this many years to in training to be able to share the gospel. Right. So, so you're you're taking them through six months of training. Then you're going out with them and you're helping them to understand what it is to not only communicate the gospel, but also to lead a small local congregation. And you're really doing that hands on. And that is, David, that's that's a model of of uh, leadership. I mean, that's that's raw. That's real of how we make disciples. Yeah. And, and I think it's practical and it's the apprenticeship where, again, here's a guy who's not strong in at all and can't even read and write, but he's seen it done. In fact, for the listening podcast audience, Malik, would you address how, obviously in six months, you can't teach somebody to read and write. So how, how, how did that work that now he's able to get God's word and then uh, and, and communicate to others? Well, uh, we use different different uh, p- uh, pattern. One of them is audio. You know, we audio. Yeah. Yes. The person, so oral. Uh-huh. Oral. Okay. The person can keep listening the word of God over and over and over. But also, we you have to remember that you know we we have a culture of oral uh, uh, oral orality. So we 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 can catch a lot of things when we are just hearing things, you know, and using it. You know, and also, um, it's not something that we are doing it with the person, you know, and this person is doing constantly and he's seeing people coming to Christ, you know, even when he's a tr- when he's in training and he has been watching people being baptized, he has been watching people leading uh, uh, house churches and all of that, you know, during six months, you know, and, uh, during, and during the training also, you know, they have classes where they're going to try to learn. Uh, the local languages. Well, hey, when we get back, I want to unpack a little bit further of what this training looks like, how you're sending out leaders, who's coming to the training, you're learning local languages too. I mean, it's incredible what God is doing there in North Africa. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? 
This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is a CEO of SOM International, and also joining me is the director of SOM North Africa. David, the key verse for SOM International is... Acts 1.8. And that verse says, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, in Malik's case, his Judea would be the area right around him. He's got church planters that are going out, but he's also going into his Samaria, into some areas that have previously been unreached that are, they're having to get over some huge obstacles to get there. Um, tell us a little bit about why this verse is important to both SOM International and to the work that SOM International is doing in places like North Africa. Well, with Malik's context too, the remote areas, they're, they're going to different countries. I mean, Malik's overseeing and, and working with the um, you know, persecuted church there in Northwest Africa, six nations, and growing and just needs. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a small handful. I, I mean, uh, Malik could talk about what it looked like just when we met to, to what's grown to in a second here. But also, I just want to point out that, you know, in that verse, it talks about the idea of be a witness. That's a faithful courageous, credible witness, because to go outside those areas is going outside your comfort zone. It's taking a risk. Uh, and, and it's, and it's, it's trust. It's true faith, trusting the Lord to, to make it happen, you know, to create the opportunity. So, you know, Mal comment on kind of what we, how the Lord is fulfilling acts one eight there in right in Northwest Africa. Yeah. Well, um, uh, Mark, uh, what I wanted to say is, um, First time that I met the CEO of SOM International, you know, in I believe it's in 2012 or 2011, you know, mm -hmm. I know all the all the Christians in the whole country. I can name them. You know all the Christians in the whole country in, in 2011. Unbelievable. Because because there there wasn't too many. Yeah, there's so few. Yeah, there were so few. So and uh, but uh, through the uh, coaching and leadership for SIM. You know, and today uh, I don't know, even know the the Christian in one cluster of our pro on our, our network. Hmm. I don't know them. Even like the guy that we just mentioned that he was preaching in that church. You know, I don't know him. I never met him. Hmm. You know, and I'm not talking about the country that I live in, but just think about the other countries surrounded us. You know, so in in order uh, to tell you that. You know things are expanding. You know, and yeah. yeah, and today we are we have like two hundred and ten people. You know, in training. In training. Yes. So we're going to be church planters. So you've gone from knowing there being so few people that you knew every one of them, to now you have two hundred and ten people who are in church planter training going out to start new churches. I mean, that's quite a work in. And I mean, and 10 even years. like. And even like uh, like two weeks ago, before I came, you know, in one church planting school training, 
you know, in the practice the way that, you know, when they learn something, they will go in certain surrounded villages doing practice, sharing the gospel with them. They baptize 35 people in one single school. Wait a second. So one school or one church was had baptized 35 people? Yeah. So one school in practical apprenticeship of them going together and learning how to love people with the Word of God, uh, you know, and bringing the Word of God in these unreached villages. These villages have no, no witness of Christ. Um, 35 just were baptized just for the fruit. So there's only fruit before they even graduate. Mm-hmm. They're, they're practicing what they're learning. Immediately, and that's what's key is we don't want to just be theory. We want them to experience the transformational life of Christ. Like I want, I want to tell you a story. You know, I, we have one church planter. You know, when he was coming to school, to the church planter school, he never been in school. Okay. You know, and today he's he's. He planted seven churches. Wow. Planted seven churches. And, and you think about that, Mark. I mean, again, just we're, we're talking 11 years now uh, that, that Malik uh-huh. and I have been, you know, just associating together. Uh, and, and in the 11 years, God is bringing revival. God is changing lives. There's more in, in uh, training in the school right now than he knew of believers in the past in the whole country. So, I mean, we're, we're in a yeah. decade, a unique time in history that God is working. It's exciting. It's encouraging. Um, and people need to be encouraged, but it's also a window of opportunity that we need to press in even more to take advantage of this window while God's given to us. Well, let me ask this, like, what do, what do these church planners need? I mean, there's still so few of them in a whole country to reach. How do our listeners get involved in, in this need to reach so many people with the gospel with still such a small team? Well, what's, what's exciting is the maturity that's happening there in Northwest Africa. At the end of the day, Mark, we could say, truly, they don't need us. They have the Holy Spirit. But what we offer is to advance it even more. We obviously, when we sow in with prayer, it's prayers number one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Malik talks about, and the believers are just, they feel so loved when they know we're praying for them. That increases mm-hmm. it. And so what we sow and we reap and we reap the joy. We could serve by speaking their name and, and even, you know, letting people know what's going on, be, bring awareness of the body of Christ. And then obviously we can give finances because if, it, you know, right now the, the the conventional wisdom we see, if it wasn't for support assisting this, they couldn't have so many schools because there's some cost involved. Mm-hmm. So the financial help is a piece too. But they're going to do it whether we're involved or not. That's why I love because they're true leaders over there. They're not doing it right, for pay. Right, right. They're doing it because out of calling. Right. Now, David, tell me this. We never talk about this part of SOM's ministry, but do you have a prayer team uh, for SOM? Yeah. And what, is that, what does that look like? Uh, how, does, how does that work? Well, yeah, we, we have actually quite a few prayer teams, and they are just such an encouraging part of our ministry, and we're always looking for prayer warriors. And it, we encourage people that if that's on their heart and they want to, you know, be involved with others like-minded to contact us and we can help connect them to some of the prayer teams to be involved in praying uh, with, with a, you know, effectiveness and intentionality. So yeah, contact our office out there if that's really pricking your heart right now and you're hearing this. Okay, so you contact SOM's office by going to spiritofmartyrdom.com. Hey, look, 
At Risk Radio invites you to get involved with those who are risking much for Jesus. So you can get involved by joining a prayer team, by subscribing to the newsletter, by subscribing to this podcast, um, by by giving. Um, There's just a lot of ways that you can get involved with supporting those who are risking it all, laying it all on the line for Jesus. So you can sign up for the newsletter at at riskradio.com or at spiritofmartyrdom.com. If you have a question for us, we'd love to answer those on our program. Again, just email those to us. You can find our email address at at riskradio.com. And lastly, At Risk Radio and SOM International are crowdfunded ministries. And this is what we mean. We're supported as you donate on our website. If you donate for books in exchange for a book in our bookstore, you can visit the SOM bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.